It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. First, I'd like to say this is a recording from about a year ago. While most of it stands true to time, there are some things that have changed. But I'd like to begin by allowing you to hear what I thought a year ago and then introduce what I feel now. I'd like to talk about your profile. Yes, the profile you use on dating sites. There are so many things that you should not do. And yet, I find so many women that feel entrapped. For instance, nobody wants to see a picture of your cat. No one wants to know you have five cats. No one wants to see your high school picture. And no one wants to see you with a man wrapped around you. You've got to pick pictures that are a little bit seductive. Not over the top, but just things that are inviting that will make a man want to look further. Because after all, most men are headline readers and they look at the pictures first. Am I right? You could be asking in your profile to meet somebody five foot ten, and somebody that's five foot four will reach out to you because of a picture you post. There is nothing worse than posting pictures, by the way, that do not look like you anymore. You come across as a liar, and by the time you get to the restaurant that you're meeting up in, that guy is going to want to take a hike and leave you there. And do you blame him? You've got to be honest right from the start. Authenticity counts. You've got to start your profile with something that will grab his attention. For instance, I'm going to talk about my profile. On any one of these dating sites, I pretty much use the same one. And I'm just going to give you some hints as to what I do. Now, that doesn't mean it's right for you, but it's something that works. Am I married? No. <laughs> I'm divorced. But I date. And no, I've not found the right guy yet. I was with somebody very seriously for three years, but I wasn't in love with him. And I felt it was doing him a disservice by continuing that way, even though I told him the truth. He was in love with me, and I loved him as a person. But there's a difference. There's a big difference. And I just couldn't let it go on any longer. So I find myself in the same position as many of you, looking, trying to figure it out. So that's why we're discussing profiles today. You don't want to start a profile out with, I'm a kind woman. I've had problems. I can't seem to trust men. You absolutely do not want to say that. You want to be the strong woman that you want that man to be attracted to. You don't want to be a doormat. Let me just tell you what my opening line is in my profile. Three stars and then the word please in caps. Read my profile. At least look at the stats I'm looking for. This is not about my pictures. It's a waste of both of our time if you want to date someone who specifically says what she's looking for and all you've done is look at the pictures. Now that really should set a stage, don't you think? I'll continue. I'm finally divorced. For good. No more separated. In my case, I was separated for six years because my husband and I get along and some of my kids still live with him and I go see them every month. 
and we never felt the need to get divorced. It's just that we became more good friends than we did intimate partners. I go on, and here's where I tell you, you gotta lay it on the line. You get one chance. You write who you are, not who you want to be. So find your best qualities and put them up front right in the beginning of your profile. For instance, call me ballsy, but I say I'm an attractive woman in her 50s, very seductive and flirtatious, smart too. Chemistry is a huge part of what I'm looking for. It's like an aura that you can't fool. Having said this, based on my pictures, attitude, and profile, if you aren't ready for a woman like me, please don't knock on my door. This is not meant to sound rude at all. I just don't want to waste our time. So here's what I like. Now there is the opening. You see how I'm qualifying men before I even get started. And if they're smart men, because I will only date smart men, and I believe you're the same. If they're not smart, they'll stop right there if they can't meet that capacity of brain power, of strength. Okay, so let's just say they do, and they decide to move on, for you or for me. I continue with exactly what I want. I'm closing the order right there on my profile. I insist on a taller man. Six one or more, and athletic, broad-shouldered, no beer bellies, someone who wouldn't mind letting me sit on his lap. Let me rephrase this. You should want me to sit on your lap. Now, come on. You must have the ideal image of a man in your mind that you want. This is the place to put it. Don't be afraid to talk about it, because chances are you're going to have a hundred men look at your profile and maybe, if you're lucky, five of them will fit. But look at what might happen with one of those five. You've got to close that order to exactly what you want it to be. I continue in my own way. You should easily be able to pick me up and carry me from room to room just because you can. Does that paint a picture? Can you imagine what's going through a man's mind right now as he's reading this? I'll tell you what's going through his head. The words, you've got my attention. That's all we want. It's not asking for much, is it? It's simple. Holy cow, this woman really knows what she wants. And I'd be a fool to jump in if I couldn't pick her up and carry her. Right? I go on. Be strong so I can lean on you, believe in you, and trust in you. Now, Right there, I'm talking about personality, build, and faith. All in one sentence. I'm not hiding a thing. It's straightforward. And that is the point I'm trying to make. You have got to be strong. Be selective. You're entitled to choose who you want to respond to your profile. If they're idiotic and respond to something that you don't ask for, that's their problem, not yours. Don't own their mistakes. I continue. I personally enjoy the executive type of man or business owner who's smart and savvy or college educated. I've clarified even more to the point of what I'm looking for. 
List all your bullet points because that is where they go. Probably paragraph two of your profile. I continue honestly, and this is for real. I don't need to be spoiled, but I do need a take charge kind of guy. What I mean by that is I don't want wishy-washy men. How better to describe it? Do you like wishy-washy men? A man that can't make a decision and leaves it up to you? No. You have already raised your children. You've made decisions for them up the yin-yang. You want a man right now that can take charge, get you where you need to be, and make you feel secure. As I go on, I say, you must live within a half an hour of my location. I really want to know that you're local and can drop by whenever you'd like. Now, in that sentence, I'm telling this man, I only want one man. I want you to be able to feel free enough, if it works between you and I, to just come by. Have dinner. Let's watch a movie. Let's go to bed. Let's do whatever we want because we live locally and we're comfortable enough that you can just come by whenever you want. And vice versa with his place. I then finish that statement with, If you are this man and agree with all I've said, we have the potential for a dynamic future. It's all about faith, truth, and chemistry, isn't it? Let me stop right there. I have hit every single important bullet point to me. That is on the outside. I've not talked about on the inside yet. But if you can't get past the outside, you have no business coming inside because I have so much more to offer inside, even though I do pretty well on the outside. But this is my scratching tablet. This is where I qualify a potential suitor. And I can tell within one click if somebody writes me a message, if he's not the height requirement that I ask, I'll read the message to see if he's just wishing me well or if he thinks he's my perfect match. I'll be kind. I'll write him back. And I'll say, if you had taken the time to read my profile, you would know I'm looking for something different. It might be my own fetish that I want a man who's six foot one or taller, but that's my fetish and it's what I choose to have. And please don't put me in a position where I have to say to you, you don't meet the qualifications I'm looking for. I never look to belittle a man, but they seem to do it to themselves because, once again, they are headline readers. Maybe me putting them in their place, which I really, truly don't like to do, will help you in the future when you try because they'll have learned from me and don't want to get stung twice. Here's where I continue, and this is where I go deep inside. And some might call it a little bit over the top, but like I said, you only get one shot and I don't want to go through this a million times. I'm looking for one man. I'm not a serial dater. I say, is it too risque to say, I love to be kissed and feel that it's the essence of everything and anything that can happen? I don't want to hear or read about what a great kisser you are, because if you brag, you aren't. It's got to be natural. I'm not saying I'm extra special. I'm just saying I'm different than most. And I'm hoping I'd love to be kissed by you. 
I'll give you this sign, if so. Can you see what I'm doing? I'm being sincere, and I'm letting him know exactly who he's dealing with. I can be very scary to a lot of men, and I get that, but it's not my fault because I'm offering them the opportunity to either come on board or walk away. So, if he's still with me at that point, I give him a few particulars of what I do. I work during the day in the corporate yet creative world. Nights and weekends, I'm free to get together when I'm not writing or recording. I'm extremely selective. Can you tell? By now, he should be able to tell. I want someone to be able to talk to, relate to, and maybe even answer to. Shouldn't we all answer to someone? In other words, smart guy only. And those three words are in caps. At this point in my profile, that man is either running for the hills or, man, I have captured his attention. If he's a smart dude, he'll stick around and finish through. But sidebar, what I'm trying to show you is you've got to be straightforward. You've got to not worry about hurting someone's feelings. You've got to not worry about coming across the wrong way. You want what you want when you want it. And right now is when you want it. So stick to the plan. I then lighten it up a little bit. What is this paragraph six? I've gotten through all the heavy stuff so far, and I'm now telling him what I enjoy. I love walking while listening to music at night. The right song with the right beat makes me forget whatever stresses I may have during the day. I love to dance. And if you're the guy I've been waiting for, whether you like to dance or not, I'm a free enough spirit to wind up dancing for you. It might just be enough for the both of us. You might just like it. LOL. I have now introduced sexuality into my profile. What I'm really saying is, I wish I could find a man that was a great dancer, because I love dancing. Love it. But if he can't dance, and he's a free spirit enough to let me be myself, and not so controlling or appreciate my seductiveness, Grab on to the fact that I will dance for you. You give me the right song, you sit down in that chair, and I'll put on an outfit and have the time of my life, not just for you, but for me. It's exhilarating for me to dance like that for a man in private quarters and see what I can do to him. You have to have that same kind of feeling of appreciation with something that you do, something that's in your bag of tricks that turns a man on, that you can see with your own two eyes. It doesn't necessarily have to be dancing. It could be cooking, something you decide to wear, or some way you decide to walk, or throwing a blanket down in the backyard and saying, hey, let's go look at the stars. Sex isn't just meant for indoors. There's always something that we have as women that turn us on, that we love to introduce to the man of our potential dreams. 
Isn't it nice to see the reciprocation from that potential suitor? Don't even tell me you don't know what I'm talking about. I then get into what I do for a living. Now, it's taken me seven paragraphs to get serious. He's already written me to begin with, so I already know what he does, and I have qualified and disqualified several. There are the guys that are working at a car wash that I just don't want anything to do with. That is my personal preference. Then there are the guys that are working in a bank. That's fine with me. If they've been there long enough and they have history and they feel comfortable and I in the future will not have to support them, that's fine. Or if they're an entrepreneur and they've created something from scratch, that's great too, as long as it's successful. Dreamers are fine, but it's the dreamer that follows through that I look for. These are mere suggestions as to what you can do with your profile. And you got to admit, if I have a man that has read seven paragraphs of my profile, I stand a good chance of going out on a date with this guy. Number one, he's tolerant. (laughs) And number two, I tell a good story. So on my end, I learn he's a captive audience. I like that. Quite honestly, I can't even tell you how many men write me back just to say, I loved your profile. I know I'm not your type, but I just needed to say it. And there's plenty of time for no talking, too. That kiss, that first kiss, that is what makes or breaks that deal. Just in my book, if all the other pegs are lined up and fit in the little holes... And he leans down and kisses me in that way. You know, with that kiss, all bets are off. I'm his. At that point is when we have to start worrying about ourselves. What kind of guy is he really? (laughs) Like we're always second guessing ourselves. Is he going to be honest and trustworthy? And is he worthy of me having a relationship, a monogamous type of relationship with him? Am I going to get hurt? Just because he knows how to handle me or kiss me, am I setting myself up for a disaster? Is that what we do? Or do we take that leap of faith and grab on and go for the ride of our lives? I'm not a hopeless romantic, and I'm not a stupid woman, but I do believe in love at first sight. It's happened to me twice. Twice. And both lasted long. One was my husband and the other was somebody else. He's out there. Somebody we want is out there. These sights tend to get in our ways. It would be a lot easier to just be walking down the street and bump into somebody and have something happen, and voila, there's our match. But for some reason, it just doesn't happen like that anymore. People don't take the time to introduce you to their friends. Have you noticed that? There's no more matchmaking or very little, people are so involved in their own lives that they don't really care that much about your life. They probably know the perfect man for you, but it takes brain energy and space in that filled-up head of what they've just ingested throughout that day for them to even think about putting one and one together. So it's all on us. 
The minute you're done listening to this, go to your profile. And I want you to look at the pictures. And I want you to read the headline. And I want you to pretend like you're a man. Would you be attracted to your own profile or picture? Or do you think you probably would blend in with everybody else's? Sugar moms don't blend. We just don't blend. We stand out. Even if we're shy, we still find a way to stand out amongst the others. It might be our shyness that brings a man closer because you might whisper something in his ear via that profile that he wants to know more about. You don't have to be brazen and bold. You can be quiet and soft. And you'll find the man that is attracted to that type of personality, yours. And now that we've discussed your profile, next, I'm going to talk about things that your man can do to fix himself. If you're lucky enough to have him, (laughs) I call it the man fixer list. Stay close. It's Sugar Mom. It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Let me jump in real quick, just to let you know, that recording was done over a year ago. And while I'm basically still the same woman, very outspoken, very introspective, I know what I want, but I have to admit, I did meet somebody that did not meet those requirements that I was looking for. What I think I figured out was, yes, we may think we know what we want, but we have to leave a little portal open somewhere in our brain to accept and understand that there's a possibility, even the tiniest of a possibility, that it might be somebody else that shows up at our front door. And how ridiculous do you think I feel saying this to you now after you've just listened to everything I've said? But Some of these basic things that I look for stand true. Yes, I really, really do like a man who's taller, bigger, because it makes me feel more protected. But did I need somebody that worked in the corporate world or owned their own business? No, I really didn't because I met someone. I met someone that is a blue collar type of worker that is ready to retire in a couple of years, but he is probably the most honest man, the most caring man I've ever met in my life. I mean, in my life. He has no agenda. He has no reason to want to get around me. He's not really afraid that I'm going to step outside because he knows that I really, really care for him. And he's not afraid to let me know that he cares for me as well. He's already including me in his future. And it's not been that long since we've met. But I guess really the bottom line is you have to know yourself well enough to know that you can make adjustments or that you might want to make an adjustment even though you're dead set against what you think you don't want but you wind up having what you do. I don't even know if that made sense, but 
in my head it did. And I'm really trying to make it clear to you that just because you have a list on the left of everything you're looking for doesn't mean that some of these things from the left might slide out to the right side of the paper. And there might be new things that sort of slither in between the major points that just fit and make you feel good. It could be that part of me was so used to being abused and ridiculed, and I finally woke up and realized that I'm too smart to allow this to happen. So what in the world could I have been thinking all of those years between those men? Yes, of course, they had good sides to them. But that part that I allowed to keep me under their thumb wasn't real, wasn't right. And now I can see clearly that this man has no intent of trying to do that to me. And it's a lot of fun. That's what I was missing with the other relationships. I wasn't having fun anymore. I was always trying to be what they wanted me to be. And now I've met someone. And don't ask me to say whether this is going to be my one and only last relationship because who in the world knows that? But I do know at this moment in my life, I've met a man who physically looks like I like a man to look, who gently can take care of me and make me feel like a lady, and at the same time can make me feel that he's got the strength to pick me up if I fall down or let me lean if I need to. He has the ability to do both. He likes to hear what I have to say. He doesn't make fun, ridicule, keep me in my place, none of those things. He's just a force to contend with within himself. And I can feel that. I like that. So I learned to compromise. Although it doesn't feel like a compromise. It's a compromise from what I originally set out looking for. And now I realize I was looking for the wrong thing. There it is. Moving on. All right, gentlemen. I'm here today to help you guys out and to help all my girlfriends that are stuck in situations with men that just don't get it. And the fixes are so simple. Not that we're perfect. I'm sure you could write your own list and bang it our way. But I'm the one with the mic right now. <laughs> so, first of all, small things really do count. It's like, bring us a flower. It doesn't even have to be wrapped. Just to let us know that you were thinking of us. A little thing is a big deal. Another thing, effort. Instead of waiting for us to ask you to do something, like take out the garbage without us having to say, could you take the trash out? Just do it. Your lack of confidence should not be because of us. Even if you're not confident, act like you are because it's a turn on. In fact, it's hot. It makes us feel like we can be safe when we're with you. And chivalry is not dead. I don't care what anybody says to you. Open the car doors for us. Wait for us to close the car door. Open doors for us to come in and out. Pay for us on the first date. Don't make us wonder if we have to reach into our pocketbooks. And don't be like a baby. Yes, we love to be nurturing, 
but we don't want to feel like we're your mother. Very importantly, when we talk, please listen. After a really busy day, what matters the most to a lot of us is that somebody is listening when we talk. We love to tell you how we feel. We love to tell you things that happened. But if you're on your computer or you're on your phone and you're not paying attention, forget it. Not sure about anybody else, but it makes me want to just get up and go out and have a drink and talk to the guy sitting next to me. He'll listen. Oh, I get myself so worked up. Next, be honest. You might have like a little white lie that you want to tell me right now. But later on, that white lie is going to mushroom into a freaking cloud. So just tell the truth. We may not like it, but we like it less when we find out later that you lied. Oh, on the list, this should have been number one. Make us the priority. I need to feel special. Every woman needs to feel like she is the main reason you are living when you are with her at that moment. And we're not going to put our hands around your necks and grab on. We'll let you go have fun with your boyfriends. We'll even let you have fun with women friends. But when you're with me, you're with me. I need to know that. And notice the little things. Like if I have a new hairstyle or maybe I'm wearing a new pair of earrings. Or maybe it's my work. I did something different. Pay attention. Say something nice just to let me know you notice. And can we talk about sex for a second? Well, maybe more than a second. Just enough to let you know how we really feel here. Take it slow. Why must you rush? Where are you going? Undress me with your eyes before you take one strap of my teddy and let it drop off my shoulder. One strap at a time. Lay down. Chill. Touch me. Just linger. In the moment, we'll both be getting our just dues. So why hurry? Thank you. And if you happen to suggest that you'd like to have sex or give a hint or a little motion or notion that you'd like to engage, and we say no, don't make it into a big deal. Truly, we love sex just as much as you do. But there's got to be a reason for why we've said no. And it's usually pretty damn logical. Don't take it personally. Okay? Most of the time, it's because we're exhausted. From work, the kids. You! Another point. Help us out. If there are chores that have to be done in the house, volunteer. Chances are we're going to say... It's okay, go relax, but it sure is nice when somebody asks. And please respect when we say we need me time. It's so rare that we have the opportunity to sit and read a book, a real book, or do a crossword puzzle, or watch a favorite show on TV, or go for a walk. No, we don't need company all the time. Sometimes we need space. And it works both ways. We know that. Oh, and it's so important to learn how to say you're sorry. Don't be stubborn. 
if it's your fault and you're clearly in the wrong, say so. They're like magic words. They make us melt. While I've got you here, would you mind if I told you that we really do enjoy not a powerful aftershave or cologne, but something subtle and clean smelling? We love to know that our men have good hygiene, and you don't have to walk in wearing a bottle of cologne. Just a dab will do it. You know what really makes a difference is when a man knows himself. It's like we know that we're talking to somebody on our level. What woman wants to be with a man that isn't as smart as her? And if he knows who he is and he knows what he wants, I can appreciate that we are on the same wavelength. I like that. So do most women. Could you do us a favor, by the way, and never forget our birthday? Never buy us a card that's humorous on our anniversary? Go to the store. Find something sentimental or make us the card. You have no idea what it means to a woman to receive a special card. And a card for no reason is even better. I guess what I'm trying to say is, Just don't take us for granted. We want to be with you because we find you to be special. But sometimes you get wrapped up in your own worlds. Both of us do. So doing any one of the above that I've mentioned on a daily basis, just one, keeps us hanging on and appreciating and loving. If I were you, I'd go back and listen to this again. Take notes. (laughs) Let me remind you, there's always a way to be in touch with me. Go to my website, sugarmom.net, leave me a message in the comments section, or right here on iTunes, you can leave me a little note, maybe even offer a review. You know, it's the little things that matter, and a review to me is huge. Or send me an email to robinmarshallsugarmom at gmail.com. I would love to talk with you on the air or off. Talk to you soon. It's Robin. Thanks for listening. Sugar Mom, out. A Westwood One podcast production.